Do pop in front of the mic. <laughs> dude, crisp. Fuck ASMR, dude. Yeah, give me some ASMR. Do you want to do ASSMR and such just farting into a microphone? Do you think that's a thing? That has dude, to be a thing. people are into kinky shit. No, I'm saying that has to be a joke that people have made. ASSMR and it's just noises your butt makes. I feel like that mean, it might be original thought. Really? Yeah. There's no way. I've never heard that before. I'm also not in the ASMR community. Me neither. And I hate but I, that. But I, dude, those people are so serious, though. Well, I hate that people are like, it's not sexual. Go fuck yourself. It it's is se- definitely sexual. It's, sexual. it's definitely sexual. And I'm fine with that. It should be. It's, yeah, it should be. Who cares? Why can't it be? Yeah. And so will ASSMR. Well, it's definitely sexual because it's just a close-up on the, on, the, on the side of the butt. So you don't see the butthole, but you see the vibration in slow-mo. Gross. Whiskeys and cigars. Special. Oh, yeah. Let's freaking try this. Oh, yeah. That's smooth. Holy shit. We're drinking a small batch of Four Roses for this special occasion, and I'm puffing on a black and mild wood tip wine. I am smoking a Swisher Sweet Classic. Yeah. So the lamest cigars there are. Yeah, but like we're wimps and we're kind of losers. So whiskeys and cigars. This is our version of it. Happy Moist Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the pod. We appreciate you having here. We said in not last episode, but the Two. episode prior yeah. that we would do this. So here we are. It's a little bit chilly outside, but the window's open. So we got long sleeves on. We got the fire going. And we're getting moist. And we're getting moist. And I have a topic today. Okay. This one's kind of serious. This one's kind of might be a little bit emotional. This this also is going to kind of timestamp this episode. And we don't we don't normally talk about current events or or news or anything because by the time you hear this episode it will be months after this event happened right so it's going to be old news but i just really wanted to talk about it because and then dive into a deeper deal with it and that's celebrity deaths yeah so obviously you're listening to this way late but taylor hawkins just died yeah who knows in two months when this gets released who just died yeah i mean celebrities die all the time but like that's what really made me start thinking about this is like so i got the news like friday night so this is monday this is it's been four days later And I'm still feeling weird about it. It is a weird one. And it's like, because it was so out of the blue and he was so young and I knew he had a drug problem or at least he did back in the day. I I thought he had recovered because he OD'd back in the early 2000s. I didn't know that. Yeah. He OD'd and like almost died then. That's wild. Because I I thought he was clean now. and Well, because it hasn't been completely like confirmed, but I did read a toxicology report from that country that he had a bunch. Oh, dude, they found like 10 different substances. And I read something that his heart was two times the size of a normal heart. Yeah. And they were supposed to play a festival. Yeah. That that, day, right? Yeah. So Foo Fighters is like one of my favorite bands. And yeah. I've, I've had the great pleasure of seeing him twice. And I just really wanted to talk about just in particular his death, but then other ones that have affected you, which is weird because celebrity deaths are people that are dying that you've never really met. So like, yeah. why does it affect you so much? Like, that's the weird part is like, just because I love their music. Well, I mean, it's a, the, it's a, but it's a part like I have their, 
yeah. logo tattooed on the back of my neck. I mean, a big idea of it is it's a piece of culture that just died. Yeah, he's one of the most iconic drummers. And like he, yeah. what, what I've been thinking about a lot is like Taylor Hawkins is like the only person I could picture that could drum for Dave Grohl. That's fair. You know what I mean? Dave Grohl is one of the best drummers. He's one of the time. best drummers. Like I, anyone else behind the kid, I'm just going to wish it was Taylor or just Dave. Yeah, that's fair. And then I'm, it also makes me think like, what's the future of the Foo Fighters? Are they, like, how can you replace Taylor? Yeah, because he was, like, I he, guess. He joined the band in 97. Yeah, so that's the second album because no one else was on the first album besides yeah, Dave. Yeah, it was just Dave. He joined, I think he joined the third album. Really? Because they had a drummer for the second album and the guy recorded the drums, but Dave didn't like the way he did it. So oh. Dave went back and redid his drums without telling him. Is that the Blue album? Which one's the second album? The second album is, yeah, um, Color and the Shape. Oh, yeah. I really like that one. Yeah, that album, the the last track, "Color in the Shape," mm-hmm. on that album, so like it's so like chaotic punk and. Because yeah, I just listened to their entire discography at work, and that that yeah, I've been going through that Monkey Wrench, and both those are on that album. Yeah. I can't remember what my other oh stacked actors I think yes. is on that album. That's a great no, that's song. The next album. Oh, that's the next. Yeah, yeah. but there's a dude. The Foo Fighters have such a intensive library, and they have so many great songs. Like I listened to "Wasted Light" today, mm-hmm. "Wasting Light," so and good. that's one of my favorite albums. That's like that's the album that made me fall in love with the Foo Fighters when that album came out because I was in high school when that came out, and dude, it's just very like surreal. Like I keep thinking about it and I keep going through waves of just feeling weird and sad and like I keep thinking about like Dave and that's like really what really gets me sad. That's a bump because he's like because, famously a, such a happy person with I but, mean with tragedy that we I mean like all of us have had tragedy but we all know we can all pinpoint his tragedies of like. Oh, this is when that best friend of his died. Yeah, so this is, this is the problem is he fucking, Kurt Cobain died. Yep. His front man, best friend, died. And now Dave Grohl is the front man and his best friend drummer just died. Oh, I didn't think about it like that. That yeah, is so like reversed and they yeah. still died. Yeah, isn't that? Like it just, That's I fucking keep, weird. I keep thinking about that and like their relationship, like I've watched a lot of like interviews and videos and they're... That's his best friend. That's his yeah. best friend and they, they goof around a he lot. He is the second Foo Fighter. Yeah. And I just can't. It's just weird, dude. I, Besides Pat Smear, I don't know anyone else in the band. Oh, there's Nate. He plays the bass. Okay. Chris Shifflett plays the guitar. I just know Pat Smear because he's also a punk royalty. Yeah, he, and he was also in Nirvana for a little bit. Yeah, which is kind of cool. So I guess, I guess, yeah. And the Germs killed himself too, right? Yeah. So I guess Pat. I always forget about Pat because he Kurt Cobain died. The guys from the and then Taylor. Like so, Pat also has oh, dealt with Jesus. And I guess a lot of people have dealt with other. You know, it's there's been a lot more I mean, celebrity deaths, die, especially yeah. back in the well. Everyone dies. That's, that's, that's like, the crazy part. But like a lot of like, especially '90s bands, a lot of people died. Like Lane Staley from Alice in Chains, freaking died young because he OD'd. It's just it, it's very surreal. And I mean, punks died young too. Yeah, and that was the '90s because that they live fast, die young. Gigi you know? Allen. Do you know about his death? Who's Gigi Allen? <laughs> He's horrible. He's a piece of shit, and everyone loved him for it. He would take at the opening of a concert. He would take laxatives. What I think shit I shit in his hand and throw it at the audience. Oh, and they played like fast punk music, it's shitty just punk, horrible. Yeah, and um, so when he died, he died at a party. I'm guessing of an OT. I actually, I guess, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can and, kind of um, assume. There are photos of people taking of people posing with his supposedly passed out body. He was dead. And at his funeral, the people covered him in just trash and shit and just stuff, just because that's how he would have liked it. God, that's so weird. Yeah, um, Gigi Allen. Yeah, um, he was somewhat famous of having a reverse Hitler mustache. 
So it's just the ends, what no the? middle. Because yeah. I remember when I, I first started eating fire, one of my teachers had that. Well, no, he warned me about that because um, he had met Gigi Allen before. <laughs> He'd met him? Yeah. Uh, my teacher was huge in the New York punk scene, like friend, buddies with some of the Ramones while they were still alive. Dude, I think I, um, it, may, it might be him or it might be another crazy punk guy. But have you ever heard of the podcast Disgraceland? I've heard of it. I uh, haven't listened to it, though. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but I was way into it back when it first came out. And it's about, like, music and celebrities and, like, the ta- like the crazy shit they would do. Okay, cool. And there's, like, an episode about this punk frontman that was just this crazy person. Probably. And, like, one of their album covers is literally a dead body that they took with a Polaroid. Oh, shit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's, like fucked up. I can't remember if that's... It might, be a, it might be it might it might be a uh, a death metal band. There's a yeah. I know a Swedish death metal band where literally one of the members killed the other one, and I know one and they of, used it for their album cover. Yeah, I know, or maybe he killed himself and they used that. Dude, it's that's that's it's so fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> but going back to celebrity deaths, like so this Taylor Hawkins thing really moved me, and obviously you're listening to this way past when it when it happens, so I I'm probably recovered by the time I'm listening to this. Sure. <laughs> um, but it's still going to be weird, and I'm I'm very just curious to see what the progression of the Foo Fighters is going to be after this. It got me thinking, like, a lot of celebrities die, yeah. obviously, but has any celebrity deaths, like, affected you? Oh. Because like, I, I, I can think of a couple of moments. Um, I mean, obviously, there's been huge ones this year, like Betty White, Bob Saget. But, like, Betty but like, White... Every, everyone... She was old. The weird you know? one about Betty White is it became a bit that she was still alive. Yeah, and then when and, and she that was annoyed, so close to a hundred. Well, that annoyed me that people were sad that she died when we literally all made jokes about how she's still alive. And it was insane how, how old she lived. Yeah, because what I know the other old death, Cloris Leachman. I think Betty White outlived her. I don't know who that is. Cloris Leachman. She actually was from Iowa. Um, did you ever see Raising Hope? Uh, I think of maybe a couple episodes. She was the old woman in that. Um, she was. I mean. She was also like in like Young Frankenstein. Oh, oh, I I love her, Young Frankenstein. I recognize her. Yeah, in the office when they're watching Jack Black's fake movie, where he falls in love with an old woman. That's, that's her. Oh my god, dude, that's so. I forgot that they make a fake movie mm-hmm. in Jack Black with movie, Jack Black and, and he falls in love with an yeah. old lady. Um, I remember. So I, I wrote down a, a list. Well, I know my biggest one. That was David Bowie. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Because um, David Bowie had a well, huge that impact. That was a couple years ago, right? That was a long time. Like yeah, David a... Bowie had a very huge. Do you remember how you heard about it and how you like, like, tell, like walk me through like what happened? Do you, if you remember, well, I'll start with why David Bowie had always had such a big. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I tell the backstory first. Yeah. So growing up, Labyrinth then and still today is my absolute favorite movie. Oh, it's incredible. Well, it's a horror. It's a dumb movie, but it's just perfect for what it is. Because I think the my favorite part about the movie is you hate the main character. Oh, really? Yeah, she's whiny, she's annoying, all she's doing is running around screaming, that's not fair! <laughs> and then, like, the other part of the movie is Dave Bowie going, like, it's okay that it's not fair, Sarah. Like, that's, like, all the movie, and I fucking love it. It's that mixed with Muppets, mixed with great oh, musicals. Oh, Jim Henson. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, like, all... Dude, we need... We've never watched that together. <laughs> we haven't watched a lot of movies together. But no, that's like that's my favorite like movie to watch when I'm sick. But um, I know that movie and a couple other. So I know the movies that created who I am today the most are Labyrinth, Lost Boys, and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Whoa, yeah, that. When I think about those three movies, 
that it, actually makes a lot of sense. It's like, a compared, very linear you. line. Yeah, it's. I know David Bowie was one of the first people that I saw where I was like, oh, men can be really pretty, and like weird and cool and like and like they don't have to be masculine. They don't have to be. Like, it's almost can, like masculinity. Like he still was like extremely masculine, but in the weirdest fucking way. And he wasn't afraid to wear makeup. He wasn't afraid to yeah. be, have characters. He wasn't afraid to... I mean, his music's fucking weird. Like, his early shit, I fucking loved. He, his 80s stuff, parts of it got... Were like, I didn't love it. And I always... That's like... He's probably the number one where I wish I loved all of his music. So I love, like, going through it and hearing how he changed. Oh, so you've, you've tried... You've gone through his discography? Yeah, I've listened to all of his music before. And, like, I, I can't remember if Lazarus... Wait, that's the name of his last album, I think. Fuck, I'm gonna be no Black Star. Fuck, what is whatever his last album is? It's one of those two. I can't remember if that came out right before he died or oh, yeah, right I do remember after. Something, yeah, something came out like right when he died. Well, he he recorded it knowing he was dying, which I think is oh, fucking incredible. Yeah. What did? How did? I don't remember. Like, how did he die? Did I he think have he cancer had or cancer. Something? Yeah, and Shit. he never went public about it. And then he just. That's kind of crazy that you didn't yeah, tell I anyone. I think just like his wife knew. That's crazy. You're a public figure and you don't let, mm-hmm. you have a giant, you're David fucking Bowie. Yeah. And you don't let your fans know that you have cancer and you don't like just warn that. them. That is kind of nice. You kept yeah. it private. Yeah. and just So then you don't get this sympathy. It was just a wild one. Just one day he was dead. Yeah. And I remember. I forgot about that. I remember movie. I cried and I watched Labyrinth that night. But like, I remember like, that's. And you just, it's a weird feeling when you find out. That's one of the few celebrity deaths that actually made me cry. Him, Robin Williams was the biggest shock Robin to everybody. Williams. Yeah, that's a good poll too. I well, forgot about that too. Because well, that one was a suicide. So like literally no one knew it was coming. Oh and that was God, like... Dude, that's making me think of like the guy that, from the Food Network. Um, oh yeah, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. And then the guy from Lincoln Park. And, yeah, Chester Bennington. Yeah. All of those were so fucking just... Just I mean, out of the blue. to the system. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how Taylor Hawkins was. I mean, it wasn't a suicide, but it, I mean, it kind of was because it's drugs. It's an assisted suicide. It's kind of how overdose works. It's like accidental suicide. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're tempting death if you're fucking having that much. Uh, dude, but it's just... I have i don't think I've like cried over Taylor Hawkins, but I've gotten really close and I've like held myself back. Uh, it's just its just been a weird one. I know like... He's one that you'd never picture... I mean like all of them are people you never picture dying. But then there's like old ones of like we all know Betty White was going to die. Same with like Stan Lee. Yeah. Um, I know Tim Curry's going to be a big one because he's oh, yeah. not it's doing very, well. Very, oh, he's not? No. he. I th- I'm guessing he's had strokes before because he is like in a wheelchair. It's a bummer seeing him now. Yikes. Yeah, and he is such Dude, a so fucking icon. Rocky Horror. Rocky Clue. Horror. Clue. It. I watched oh, that last night. Oh, he's in night. the original It? He is the original It. He's Pennywise the Clown. I never knew that. He played the devil in, in this incredible movie. I mean, fucking Muppets Treasure Island. And Tim Carey didn't care. Like, he would just play these crazy characters. Rocky Horror was made in the late 70s. That's yeah, insane. And he was. Sweet that's transvestite. A, yeah, that's a crazy movie to make in the late 70s. That I feel like a lot of people were like, uh, what is this? And it, one of the biggest cultural a, impacts of all it's time. It's a cult classic. Yeah, it was this weird underground thing. I'm bummed. Like, because when we grew up, I just had it on DVD. But, like, people used to have to go to a picture show to see it. And everyone Which would knew. be so cool. I mean, I think they still do that. Yeah, but it's not the same as like back in like 
the eighties and nineties when it was this cultural phenomenon. Yeah, of, true. You would go, you'd have to drive to the city and go at midnight and everyone knew all the lines. Oh, and they I would was, do it at midnight. I mean, make, they would do it like late. Like, so yeah. it was like, that's really, cool. it was, yeah. And they would do it every weekend and people would go every single weekend and they would knew there was like cues in like certain parts where you'd yell out one specific thing. Oh, so that it's just, it's just like a community. It was like, yeah, that's really it brought cool. Cult classic to a whole nother term. Cause it's literally a cult. Like it was, you knew what to do. You knew what to say. You knew all the lines. People would act it out because like, they would used to do whether it was like projected on film and in front of it was people doing it on stage. Whoa. So the, the movie would be playing along like two things was happening at once and the crowd. God, that'd be such was, a cool experience yeah. to be a part of. Mm-hmm. No, like that movie I think is one of the biggest cultural impacts of a film. God, I didn't, I didn't know Tim Curry was, was doing bad. I mean, he's pretty old too, but yeah, yeah I, I guess, I'm guessing you know, he had some strokes or something um, like that. I don't. Is he doing anything like recent no. or modern? He I just, don't think he, he kind of just went off the grid. I've seen him do some like signings, and that's it. And that's where like I saw that he just wasn't doing hot. Dude, you gotta really talking. You gotta get to one of those signings. No, I don't want to see. You don't want to see him like that. That's a weird thing. I mean, like not that this is the same, but it's kind of like when I knew my grandpa was gonna die, and. I remember my mom was with him like probably the last week or so, not the entire week, but like she had gone down to visit him especially and she was with him and she was like, Hey, do you want to talk to him on the phone? Oh, and you said no. Yeah. Because I knew the last interaction I had with him was one he understood and respected. And it was a good one. Well, it's, I mean, I, your, your, your relationship was weird. Yeah, yeah. Cause he definitely didn't respect me kind of as a person of who I was, but it's right when I decided, or I was in welding school. I, I just decided and that to be was, a and that was in his mind, a good job. It's something he could understand. It's yeah, something and he relate could to place. He could, he knew what I was going to do. And he was, he was proud of you for doing some, a hard, a hard earnings. Hard, yeah. A, a hard job. Yeah. And that, so that I knew was the last like button on us. And you wanted to leave that last memory a good one. Yep. I, I, I wanted something he could understand. Because, yeah, I guess when people are dying, you remember, like, especially if you're there, you remember, like, how they were those last couple of years and mm-hmm. how they were when they died. And it's like, that's not who they are as a person or who they were as a person, but that's, like, who they were in the last couple of years. And that's how you always will remember them. And that's what sucks is, like, can you imagine when we're old? Yeah. Do you think we're going to get old? I mean, I didn't, I honestly didn't think I would make it this far. That's fair. But, you know, I'm here. It's going to be fucking weird. I'm glad, like, right now we're documenting things. That's what I thought about, too. Because it is, it is going to be nice to be able to look back, you know? Yeah. No, like, 40 I 40 years from I now. I will have hours of our conversation. And we can just, even if, even if this podcast doesn't, it stays where it is right now, viewer wise, it's still going to be nice that this is out there and I can go back and listen to it. It's an, audible and it's an audible like timestamp, yeah. and it's us being us having real conversations joking but also talking about real that which is what we do in real life we well, yeah, like this I like, is being real i like that this conversation is no different than if we were anywhere else yeah because we freaking talk all the time yeah moist monday happened before the podcast yeah, like would be two would, and a half years before we the would podcast get started. a drink and talk about shit we would plan for future shit we would tell each other ideas or stories we talk about what's going on in our lives yeah so I have a couple celebrity deaths going back to that. Yeah. So one that was kind of recent. This one didn't move me as much, but it, I was kind of upset. Sean Connery. Yeah, that was a weird one. First Bond. But he like that was another one where he was super old. He was super old. old. Um, but Sean Connery is my favorite Bond. Sure. And like so I remember I got this uh, Life magazine. 
with Sean. Like they, so they did a 25 years of Bond, I think it was, and they released different covers. Yeah, with the, all the different bonds on them, which is really cool. So I got the Sean Connery one, nice, which is I love it. And then it like literally goes through the history of Bond, and he might be the best, dude. He's so good, uh, dude. I really like Daniel Craig. Me too. I really like. I haven't seen the new the new movie. I mean, I've I heard seen it's the good. Last two. My uncle gave me his login so I could watch it, but yes. I haven't watched it yet because I don't have time. Ooh, but I uh, want to. Actually, I have something that connects to all of this. Oh, I cannot remember his fucking name. He's this incredible musician. Um. Do you know the song Werewolves in London? Oh, yeah, yeah. The man who wrote that, when he found that he was dying, I know he had a press conference, and he also wrote an album about him dying, and it's like with all of his friends came in and sang with him. It's oh, incredible. Jesus. I'm so Can you mad. imagine, like... I'm so mad I can't remember his name, but um, he actually held like a little press conference thing about when he announced that he was dying, and one of his last like statements about it was... Um, I want to live long enough to see the new Bond film. I've heard they're taking it in a new direction. And it was Daniel Craig's Casino Royale. And they did take it in a new direction. And That's a great movie. Yeah. Dude, I, just, I saw that movie three times in theaters. I just love that statement. Of like something. he wanted to stay alive old enough to see the new Bond. Because Bond's yeah. been around since the freaking 60s. He would have grown. Everybody grew up with a Bond film. I remember falling in love with the Bond movies because every year on Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving, AMC would have marathons yeah. on TV, okay. and, it, and it was all the movies. Which, dude, that's days worth of movies because the early films there's are like so long. Seven? No, there's I bet there's more than seventeen. There's before. so many movies. Cause I don't know. I have I have the really cool box set. Yeah, my dad has a VHS. Oh a, shit! A, it's so it's not all of them. Right. It's just it's just three sets. Cool. And it's on VHS. Yeah. And then I own a lot of them on DVD. I own a lot of behind the scenes stuff on DVD. I was way into Bond back when I was. Younger. I can't even name them all because I know there's. Ah, dude, I can't even name them all either. But I was way into it when I was a kid. Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan. Because Pierce Brosnan is who I picture as Bond. I, because he was my video game Bond. I liked Pierce Brosnan as Bond. But Sean look, Connery is just like he has this suave, this I this mean, smoothness. Which he is was who, the shaken, not stirred. Yeah, bond. he's the yeah, Bond. He's I mean, bond, Roger, James Bond. Uh, yeah, and I really like Daniel Craig. I think there's there's like Daniel Craig's different, but I really like him because he was Bond was you had to have a certain hair color and eye color. I'm pretty sure that was like the distinctive black thing. hair, brown eyes. Yeah, probably, and yeah. then Daniel Craig didn't have that blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, and it was like yeah. a different, but it was cool, and yeah. he did a great job. That's like when everyone freaked out at the idea of a black Bond. Really? I don't remember hearing about that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. people, like, like, just the idea Is that before, that, like, Daniel Craig took no, over? No, right people? after, oh, when right. they were playing for the next, because a lot of people wanted um, Idris Elba. Ooh, that'd be really... He could do it, because he's that dude, suave. He's, he's suave, dude. It, like, yeah, I, and he's great in action. He's great in mystery. I haven't seen the latest film, and I know it ends with the they're twisting it and changing it. In a, the series is going to go in a different Isn't way. Isn't it like a like a black woman taking I think over it's, something like that? I think it's a girl. Because I think it's a I think it's a, a woman taking over. As long as they don't call her like Jamie Bond, I'm fine with it. But like, because 007 I can ha- apply to others. It's weird. I haven't seen it. Right. So you don't know how they do. I it. haven't seen it, and this is going to sound like. I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm sexist. Right. But like James Bond is like this guy who's a badass, but he's also like a womanizer. A womanizer. What if she's a lesbian? Whoa, okay. That'd be cool. Just... But it's like I'm open to it. I'm not I'm not saying I'm against it, but I mean, I'm just so as used long to they it. Do it well. I'm just so used to it being like this typical format. Because they've done this typical format for fucking sixty years. Yeah. And that could be 
just because I'm used to it. Well, but I like, am open. Like I haven't seen the new movie and I've heard it's really good. Well, like, yeah, I really want to see. There's it. a whole story about like the Bond girl of whoever Fox in that movie. It'd be weird. I have, have you... I have a, a DVD, no joke, of the Bond girls. Oh, is it, it just like all their clips? It's all. It's just a. It's just a. Uh, a movie about all the different girls in the Bond films, and it's kind of like a behind the scenes, and it, like it's really cool because it shows like in Goldfinger, like the. Like the girl getting painted in gold. Oh. Obviously, she dies, but then it, like it's and then it goes through Halle Berry. Halle Berry was a Bond. Do you I remember that? About that? Yeah. yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, that's like the weird era of Bond. Yeah, where it's like the end of the nineties, early two thousands. He kind of got like cartoonish. Like there's the thing where he's like parasailing on like an exploding glacier or whatever. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were they they stayed at an ice hotel. Yeah, <laughs> which was cool. That translated into an awesome video game. Yeah, I did. Uh, those video games were badass. That's why he's like kind of my Bond because he was my video game Bond. Because, dude, Nightfire is one of the best Bond mm-hmm. games ever made. From like, with Love. He had like three or more. Yeah, least. The World Is Not Enough. Yep. Nightfire. So that was 64 that, on the PS2. It's on, it's on or yeah. GameCube, yeah. Um, and then I think there's another one. But From Russia was on, From Russia with Love came out in that era. Okay. And that was Sean Connery. Oh. It was cool because I remember getting that on PS2. And it, it's not as good as Nightfire. Nightfire is a perfect game. And I love the multiplayer. Yes. Well, like, but also like the driving version. The, oh, dude. It's, you're on a jet. And the way it starts. No, yeah. Where you have to like, and then you're, you're driving the, the car sniper. and then like you drop into the car and you save the girl and then it ends with fireworks and your cheers of champagne. Yeah. Like that's freaking badass. And that's then the Bond. song comes in. Yep. That's how a movie starts. <laughs> like, it's just, okay. I'm like geeking out, dude, because I love Bond, but I haven't like, I want to go through it again. I want to like, fall back in love with bond i remember the last bond movie i watched it's said to be one of the worst it's you only live twice Ooh, that's an older one it's fucking horrible who's the bond in that i, I don't remember is that roger moore it's moore or connor i think it's connery but i cannot connery was in a lot of them yeah it was crazy is back in the day they would release them like once a year really there's so many that came out so quick no because that one he fakes his own death and comes back as a chinese man or a korean man i cannot remember I see. I don't remember that one as much. And he has like a tiny helicopter. That's all I remember. What? And it's fucking horrible. I definitely have probably seen scenes. You of only it. live twice. Uh, I I definitely own it. Well, there was that one Bond who was only Bond once, and he, I think he broke the fourth wall in it. Oh, and then they said you're done. I, I mean, they wrote it. Oh, they wrote it. For being such a Bond fan, I feel like I don't know as much as I should. See, my dad got really obsessed at one point, so I watched a lot of them with him. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. I would love to watch Bond films with your dad. <laughs> like, that would be cool. Not you there. It's like your make-a-wish. <laughs> That's my make-a-wish. Is watch Bond films with your dad. <laughs> We'd go on a six-day bender. That could be another podcast. Bond films with your dad. Yeah, that's a, that's a Patreon exclusive. Where <laughs> Robert I watch, watches all the Bond I watch all the Bond films and we talk about it. That'd be really funny, actually. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be, if we got to that size. We're starting now. That's our stretch goal. That's our stretch goal. <laughs> Uh, but I got two more celebrity deaths I want to talk about. I'm sure I have takes on it. So this first, these, these next two are ones that I really remember impacting me hard, and Ooh. like I cried at both of them. I bet I know one. Who? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. That was a yeah. weird one. Michael Jackson. Do you remember um, where you were? I don't remember where because we were young. I think elementary school. Probably. I think we were. So it's weird that we. I remember what I was doing when I found out he died. You remember what you were doing? It's like 9-11 for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom and my sister were getting Culver's. Nice. And A great all, restaurant in the Midwest. 
Oh, right. That's not global. Yeah. And they called me and told me to turn on the TV because they had heard a rumor that About Michael my- Jackson died. Yeah. And then I turned it on and I was just, I remember just standing in the middle of the living room, just staring at the And TV. you're just by yourself. Yeah. And like. They had his music videos going and they had a live feed of celebrity tweets about his death. Jeez. It was fucking weird. Yeah, that was a that was a really weird one. And obviously there's a generation above us that probably were way sadder and way because they grew up with him. You were into him a lot. Though. Dude, but I was way I went through a Michael Jackson phase. I dressed as him for Halloween. I like when his white face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is weird because I literally put white face on my because I and I wore a fedora and a white glove. It was <laughs> might have been a little Michael Jackson racist, but um, <laughs> I was I was a kid though, and it was like I was way into it. And then what's crazy is when my brother was a little kid, he was way into Michael Jackson too, and he could do like the dance moves. Oh. And he was like really he went through Michael Jackson phase as well. So it's like really weird. I'm pretty sure he was already already dead at that point. Or or close or to, yeah. yeah. I remember that one hitting me weird because I went through that giant phase. Yeah. His dude, his music's so good. I know he's kind of controversial. But his music and his 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 impact and he's iconic. King of pop. Yeah, dude, he is he's one of the most iconic musicians of all time. Yeah, he, for sure. His music is incredible, and I remember watching his funeral because his funeral was was on TV, and yeah. that's and that's what I remember. I remember putting it on in our living room, which this the the living room also ties to the other celebrity that I want to talk about. Yeah. Right. But I remember watching it in the living room, just like sitting there, just crying because there were so many people there and it because he was such it just a, he, mattered so much it was just yeah. it was it was a huge cultural impact like i enjoy his hits i understand even his early stuff is good yeah i mean his later stuff's not great there's a couple good songs yeah but but like yeah his classic also just like after he got super weird it yeah it just all got weird. but he's always like um what's crazy is he kind of knew he was dying because his last tour and his last album was this is the end True. But like his death had a his, weird cuz it was an overdose from his doctor. And didn't his doctor get arrested? Yeah, I think but that's so. what I that's why I kind of feel like he knew it was the end cuz he called it this is the end. Maybe. And he was kind of he was like in his 50s, I think. He was kind of young. Yeah. That is weird. But I dude, it is crazy like how he was so dialed in and like watching it like oh, I've seen like rehearsal clips of him. Yeah. And they're like practicing and he's like going one, two, three, four, and the band would start, and you'd go, no, stop, you're, you're off. Jesus. Like, he was, like, so anal. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of crazy, because it's, like, that I mean, kind of makes sense, because he fucking is... hammered into him he's as a kid. so... Yeah, true, Jackson 5, he, that's kind of what fucked him up. Well, yeah, because his dad was a piece of shit, right? Like, yeah. But, like... That, but he's so talented, dude. Well, and that he has and two he wrote amazing siblings who are extremely famous on their own, but then nothing compared to him. Yeah, because he freaking popped. That was a weird one. How many? So, what? There's Tito, Jermaine, Janet, Jermaine, Jermaine, and Janet are the are the are the big ones. Yeah, and, and then, then there's the, it's the Jackson Five, so there's five T- of them. So Michael, Tito, Jermaine, Janet. Oh, yeah, I can't more. remember the last yeah. one. I I wasn't ever. A, I mean, I like the hits of the Jackson Five. But. I mean, I don't know how much of their it there is because then also Michael Jackson had a solo other thing as a child. Oh, really? Yeah, there's more than it. It wasn't just the Jackson Five. There's another group, where I think it was kind of most of the siblings again. But I cannot remember the name of it. Isn't that weird? Like, like his dad like forced them to be childhood stars, or like it's also weird that they just were. 
Like they, they were, were that good. And they were that good. And that he remained that good. Easy one. Yeah. I can't sing, but I haven't listened to Michael Jackson or Jackson Five in such a long time. And like, I mean, what's I what's the um, Thriller's a great album. So I have that on. I really like the song Black and White. Yeah. Um, is that on there's Off a, the Wall or is that on Thriller? Because Off I, the Wall is such a good album. I don't know the albums too. as well because I was so young. I just knew I didn't About know the albums. Know. Um, there's one song, Oh Man in the Mirror. Yeah. I love that song. There's another song, Human Nature. Yeah. That's Human Nature. That's that song, like kind of slow and emotional. That song's incredible. PYT, super oh, good. Oh, PYT, yeah. Pretty Young Thing. That's an early song. Is it? I yeah. thought that was a later one. Yeah, that's an early song, dude. So, there's probably so many we're forgetting about, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, there's also his weird songs, like Friend Like Ben, which is literally about his rat. Well, I don't know that song. Yeah, he sings about his. Rat or mouse, and it's the mouse's or rat's name is Ben. He also lived on a freaking Neverland Ranch. Neverland Ranch. Yeah, I might, because I've been going down a Foo Fighters kick, you know, because of the whole Taylor thing. Yeah, it'd be fun to to dive into the discography of Michael Jackson. See, like if you went like from the beginning to the end, that'd be weird. I don't think I would start with Jackson Five. I would just start like with Michael Jackson's first album, which I don't even know what that is. Which I had a couple of I had a couple of his albums on CD back in the day, and I have Thriller on vinyl now. And yeah, me too. That when you open it, there's like a tiny tiger that he's holding. It turns out, it really, yeah, he's holding a baby tiger. In I haven't that. opened that album in a long time, so I guess I don't know. Yeah, he's holding a baby tiger in that album. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. He was a weird fucking dude. Yeah, he was, but he was fucking incredible. He was so good. Well, and there's also just the myth around him, like when his nose fell, like started to fall off. Yeah, I remember South Park making fun of that. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's controversial. He's a weird dude when he hung his baby over the window. Yeah, and, that was a bummer. Yeah, blanket. But, but like... And the allegations. You can, which, ru- you can ruin anyone if you... you know. But like you can't deny... His talent. His talent and his impact. Not. And when I was such a kid, I didn't know about that stuff. And it, it that, was a, that was a celebrity death that moved me and I was that young. Yeah. And I have one more celebrity death. And I don't think you know about this one. But this one was huge for me. So, have you ever seen the show Three's Company? Oh, yeah. John Ritter. Yep. So, Three's Company, obviously a great show. Was that a weird death? I don't remember how he died. But here's why I loved him. So, I loved Three's Company. Yeah. But my favorite show when I was a kid was Eight Simple Rules. Right. With John Ritter and Kaylee Kaylee Cuoco. This was before she got big in Big Bang Theory. And then, like... The, the redhead girl was like really hot. I was way into her. Sure. And David Spade was in the show for a little bit. Oh. Um, I loved that show as a kid. Mm-hmm. I would get home from school every day and watch because it was on at like four o'clock. I'd watch it every day. Sometimes there'd be two episodes, four, four thirty. I loved that show. I mean, obviously it was like a sitcom, but I I loved it as a kid. I don't know why. I just loved I never it. watched it. I I was way into it, but. He died like suddenly, and the show was still going. Yeah. So they had to kill him off on the show. Which... And this is how I found out he died. Fuck. So this is what happens in the show is like he goes out to go get milk. Yeah. And like the last interaction he has like in the show with his daughter is like his daughter's like yelling at him, saying like I hate you because like he got upset at her for something. Fuck. And then he doesn't come back, and they say he got in a car crash and died. Like, that's how they killed him off in the show. So he had already filmed a small piece of just that. Yeah, because they were just going to they were just gonna move on, I think. Right, yeah. And then and then he was dead. And that's how I found out he died Oof. through the show. And I remember, same living room where I watched Michael Jackson's funeral. So they, I, we had a couch and then a recliner. Yeah. You know my old living room. Yeah. And then we had, like, a big screen. So I remember 
standing behind the recliner. I don't know why. Sometimes I would do that when I was watching TV. I'd stand behind the recliner and lean against it and just stand and watch TV. Sure. <laughs> but I remember standing there. My my backpack was on the floor next to me because I just got home from school, and I just started bawling. And like I did like that thing where I just slid down the wall. Oh wow! And, and like was hiding i was behind the chair hiding yeah and i just fucking was ball i was so sad huh and i remember watching that because i kept watching the show because it, it went on for a while because david spade came in and it went on for probably a couple more seasons really which is really weird jesus um maybe maybe only one or one or, but i remember th- they went on for a while but then they would play replays so every time that episode would come back on i would freaking ball again that is a weird one to have a replay of. And it's like, but like, that's part of like the series right, of the yeah. show. So they would just, you know, put it on. Put them in order. Probably, and I was, yeah. I was in elementary school and like, so that was like the first celebrity death. I think, I guess I don't know what happened first. Michael Jackson or that. They were probably both. Probably that. Probably John Ritter. Yeah. I guess so. But that one, like really, because I love the show. I watched it every day. Yeah. And as a kid, when you watch something every day, like. You obsess. Yeah. Cause you, and I like. Man, that was that one was that one was tough, dude. I don't remember like my first big celebrity death. I guess I don't even know who that would be. Yeah, obviously there's a oh, ton like of someone I cared about though. When that's I was what's young. crazy is like I got these weird connections with people that I didn't even know. Like yeah. it was just a TV show, right? Yeah, it was just a it was just this thing that was part of my daily routine, and then all of a sudden one person wasn't there, and it affected me that it affected me. You know, it affected me in the way of a family member dying. Sure, I mean, like... If not, maybe more, depending I've, on the family member. Like, yeah. isn't that weird? For somebody that you've never met, that they have no idea who you are? And I mean, you're... like, there's celebrities that will hit me harder than the grandparents I have lost dying. There are certain celebrities that will hit me harder than them dying. Because it's so impactful to who you are? I, yeah. And that's that's so weird. Yeah, that's And, really like, how do you... Weird. How do you explain that? Like, how do you... I guess it's, I don't know. Like, it's just a connection. It's a weird connection that you have with these celebrities. I mean, but like, think about when, like, the saddest movie you saw where the character dies. And you cry in it. But you know they're not dead. You know they're not real. But it fucking hits, and you can rewatch it, rewatch them die, and, and still, still cry. That's, Marley and Me? I've never actually seen that. Fucking. Have you ever seen The Fault in Our Stars? No, and nor do I really care because I worked at the movie theater when that came out, and I was just so annoyed. Dude, I let's talk about that for a little bit. I mean, you haven't seen it, but I know. Let me it. talk about that. For no, a little because bit. I remember um, there was a girl because I worked at the movie theater when that movie came out, and there was a girl crying in the hallway. I didn't know what happened, and I walked up to her and said, "Are you okay?" And apparently, the word "okay" is a weird fucking trigger in that movie. Oh, I it's been a while, but I think that's so. like a because, key point because he it, kept yeah. he kept saying. I think he kept saying, I'm okay. And then she would say, I'm okay. Or something like, the word okay. I'm on, I, I remember he kept saying, I'm on a roller coaster that only goes up. All right. But he no. Had, spoiler I, alert, he dies. I know he dies because she's also dying or whatever. Yeah, she also, but then he dies out of the blue. I mean, they both have they both have cancer oh, or okay. something. They both have a terminal illness and yeah. that's how they meet in like their terminal illness club. Yeah. But let me tell you my story with Fault in Our Stars. Okay. Because this was a big one. Because well, now we're talking about fake death. But I've but it still affected me dramatically. Sure, I've never. Have you ever cried at a book? <sighs> um, where the red friend grows. I've never read that. It's about two dogs dying. <laughs> oh Jesus! It's fucked because one dies and the other dies of a broken heart, and you're just like Jesus Christ! Oh my <laughs> yeah. God! Just you leave the book going, just 
heartbroken. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, but I, I remember that movie was coming out, and the girl I was dating at the time had read the book, and she let me borrow it. And so she was like, let's read the book first and then go see the movie together. Sure. And so I've read the book, and I remember bawling while reading the book and, like, had to... I, wa- I would like wanted to keep reading, but I had to like stop reading. Your eyes are fucked. I had to stop reading, to calm down, to start reading, to start crying again. <laughs> like that's how fucked up it was. And what's crazy is you read the book, you know what happens. And yeah. then we got all dressed up. We went to the movie and just bawling at the movie. <laughs> it's such an emotional movie, and I know it's probably kind of cheesy and in like you know kind yeah. of. It's a rom, romantic comedy, but maybe not com- romantic death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know either. But like you, you know it's coming, and it's still that impactful. Which is fucking weird. And those those actors and actresses are still alive. Like it's, but I think it's based on a true story. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't. I don't really think it is. Yeah. Well, it's still sad, no matter. The I mean, I'm sure people with cancer have fallen in love and died before. Do you remember the dumbest fake death that made you cry? The dumbest fake, Walking Dead. Who's Glenn? That was sad. I guess that's not the dumbest, but it that, was filmed horribly, though. Um, well, I remember getting because Glenn was my favorite character. Spoiler alert! Sorry. Right, yeah. I mean, this happened years ago. Yeah. I haven't seen any, but Glenn was my favorite character, and you think he dies before? Because remember that scene where you yeah. think he dies, but he's hidden under the dumpster, and then he comes back a couple of episodes later, oh, and he yeah. gets saved by the girl, which is, I, I thought he died then, and I cried. I just hate how they did his death. They did it so bad. Yeah, but like, I should have known the it way was, they filmed it. I should have known it was coming because of the comics. That's how he dies in the comics. Yeah. But the way they did it, they they keep, faked you out by someone you else out dying because then, they killed Abraham, which and, my buddy was a huge Abraham fan, and we were watching it together, and he was like, "What? Because then, because they killed Abraham because of fucking what's his name? Negan. No, um, the guy with the crossbow spoke out, right? And like." Talk smack Can't and he's his name. Daryl. Yeah. Daryl should have got killed. Yeah, but because not he's do the that. yeah because he's he, the only one and, left. So he like went to go hit him and then killed Abraham and then killed Glenn with the Popeye. Because they killed Glenn very suddenly, right? Yeah. Because it's like oh they didn't follow the comic books and then and then he just then, all of a sudden boom, bam and it's yeah. just like ah oh, dude that I remember that because Glenn was so he was such a good character. Another spoiler. I was so pumped when Carl died because I fucking hated that kid the entire time. Carl. Yeah, girl. Well, because I I remember I when the first time I watched the show, I was pumped when Carl got shot. And then he <laughs> lived. Fuck that kid. He was then so he had an annoying. eye patch. Yeah, and then I thought it was funny that he had to kill his mom. Oh my god, dude! Why? Because I fucking hated that kid. He was why? so annoying. Well, he was a little kid when the show started. I know, and that's no excuse. No, but Can you I, imagine being a little kid in the zombie apocalypse. Like, no, I cannot. <laughs> no, but I knew that the actor was like, because the actor wanted just to be done. I think that's because that he was going to college. He was in yeah. high school and he was going to college, and he's like, I have to go. Yeah, I have to go to college, and I want to be normal. But also, you're one of the biggest fucking yeah. stars. Well, because now The Walking Dead's huge. Now only Norman Reedus is left of original. I think. I think Carol's still alive. Probably. Fuck her too. I lo- I loved Carol, but she also they ruined her character though. Oh, did they? I think so. I haven't. I I watched like one season after Negan came in, and then I think I, I watched fell, like two or three. I fell off. I was way into it though. I would watch it every Sunday night. Wow. Like I would go over to a buddy's house. Yep. And like his wife would make us dinner, oh. and we would sit down and watch The Walking Dead, and it was like such a cool routine cool routine and event and he even moved like far away like 45 minutes away and i would still go over to his house <laughs> like it was just 
It was a coworker. It was fucking really cool. And he's the one that got me into the show because he was talking about it, and I'd never seen it. And he was really? like, hey, it's on Netflix. The new season starts in a couple of months. So I binge watched it. Because I've been watched it like twice and then always gave up at the same time. I think the last time, the last episode I saw was when the tiger died. Oh, so maybe you did make it further than me. Oh, did I spoil it for you? No, I know the tiger dies. Yeah. Because also I had friends that read the comics and we talked about that. That what other fake deaths like got you? Um, there. If you catch me in the right mood, I'll cry at dumb shit. Oh, me too, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'll I, cry. I'll cry when when I see a friendship that's really good. Yeah. No. That at um the end of the first season of Stranger Things. I've never seen Stranger Things. Oh well, one of the kids is missing in the entire first season. Then he got, and they like find him and they all like hug. I was sobbing one time when I saw that for no fucking reason. Oh, dude, I'm not the only one that sobs it. If if that it catches sobs me it, right, that sobs it happy shit. If it catches me right, yeah. Is it just be? I don't like what. What is the reasoning behind getting? I mean, is great it, acting, is cinematography, it, no, but is the perfect it like, music. But why are you getting sad? Is it happy tears? Kind of. But it's also like, I think part of me is it's kind of depression related. But it's like, man. All right. Oh, if I, I had something like, do I have a relationship with someone that's like that? And then I'm like, duh, I do. Me. But, like, we would never be in that circumstance. Right, yeah. Well, we might, but... I guess we'll see. Okay. And I'll cry when that happens. Yeah, you right. know, this, so. will, this will be a weird spoiler, but the thing that has made me cry the hardest... Spoiler for the American sitcom New Girl. That, that should have been over for... Okay. I know, yeah, but, but this spoiler. is still a weird spoiler. Um, When... The cookie? What? Oh, no. That made me cry laughing. No, um, when... Cookie, cookie, cookie. When <laughs> Ferguson died. Oh, the cat. I uncontrollably sobbed like where Weird. i was shaking crying and like i was just desperately trying to like find my cats oh because you have such a relationship with your cat yeah no like that is the hardest any that's film, the hardest any film fake. or television show has made me cry was when ferguson the cat died <laughs> new girl let alone the episode itself horrible episode i don't even remember that episode it's a dumb episode they Made it revolve around Nick and Jess way too much. Is this where, when they're dating? Yeah, it's when they're back together, I think. Oh, okay. Because yeah. this is like in the future or whatever. But oh, like, so this is like one of the last seasons. The last season, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, well, spoiler. Ferguson dies. He's a cat. I know who Ferguson is. Yeah. I just realized I haven't seen the last season. It's fine. I know Schmidt and uh, CC are married. Yeah, that happens. And they, yeah, and they live together. The last season, they have a kid. Haven't seen it. It's theirs. It's fine. I love New Girl. I just don't like Nick and Jess. I think they ruin each other. Yeah, they're kind of a toxic codependency couple. Well, and also it's just like it takes away his like weird morale morals, like because he he's a man of set rules and like yeah, and he does things his own way, even though they're not how most people do it. But. And then and then like I don't like the idea of him giving in for anybody because I just love him as a character. But anyways, yeah, they make that episode way too much about them. But like. And Ferguson then, dies, but it's a year after his death because he's Jewish. So they're having, um, I can't remember what it's called, the Jewish funeral. Oh, and they do it a year after? Yeah, when they release the tombstone. So that's how they show you, because everyone's like at a funeral and they're like, are you going to be okay? And then they like pull the tombstone and it's his cat. Oh, so you don't know who died at first? No. And I was just instantly just sobbing. Because you don't expect it. Well, Yikes. and then at the end of the episode, he gets a new cat. Like he finds a kitten. And again, I'm just shaking crying like were that, you were you by yourself when you watched it yes that probably i was in help. my parents basement oh my god just looking for my cats desperately <laughs> no that is the most i've ever cried from any form of media wow 
I'm trying to think of other ones. Obviously, I've cried during a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah, sometimes weird shit will hit me in movies. I remember you just like watch Parenthood by yourself and just, I would come home and you're crying. Ah. <sighs> yeah. I remember. Well, you, dude, you, you watch Parenthood and not cry. No, I just remember. Every episode you cry. I just remember. Dude, parent. Oh, I'm so glad you, br- I forgot about that show. No, I would be at like work and I would text you just like, because we were living together and you're like, oh, I'm just home alone watching Parenthood. I'm like, God damn it. Because <laughs> I just know I'm going to come home. It's to such you a good a show. It's so good. I love Dak Shepard. Even oh, though yeah. he's kind of a piece of shit in the show, yeah. but dude, every episode—that's I'm gonna go back and revisit Parenthood. <laughs> dude, it's—I know every episode ends and I'm crying, <laughs> and it's a sad. But that's how they get you to watch the next episode. You like sad stuff, though. I do like sad stuff. I don't. Um, I like is also like Little Miss Sunshine's one of your favorite films. I don't know why that movie makes me sad. I mean, it's a guy right after he survived a suicide attempt. Yeah, but that's the beginning part of the movie. Like the ending is a the ending makes me sad of that movie. That is and, weird. And the ending is a happy. It's because it's a happy moment, and yeah. it's like this weird happy bonding moment, and it makes me sad for some reason. It also makes me sad when the guy Paul Dano discovers he's colorblind. That's a bummer. And he freaks out because he hasn't been. Spoiler alert. He hasn't been talking a movie that came out in two thousand four. Well, people haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, I Little Miss Sunshine is one of my favorite movies. Good one. 500 Days of Summer makes me cry. That's one of my go-tos what when I'm moment? sad. Because there's no like sudden moment. No, that. it's just, it's just, it's the just idea. The, it's a the, fucking bummer again. The depressive bummer relationship. God, I remember. It does end on a happy note, but yeah. usually when I watch it, I never, I like turn it off before I Have get Have you seen it. Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind? Oh, f- yes. I hate that movie. Why? Because, That okay. movie is so sad, dude. No. It's so sad. Okay, so the I've only ever seen it once and it was with a girl I was dating. I just watched it recently. All right, so I was dating a girl, and we weren't good together. Like, it was just a dumb relationship. But um, we watched that. She thought it would be really important that I watch that movie. And so she together? wanted to show me it. She wanted to show me it. That's not a movie you watched together. No, so we watched it together. And did then, she like, cry? I don't know. She had a weird, like, thing, and so did I. And I was like, fuck, I'm bummed out. Yeah, you it's, a, st- it's a bummer, dude. Yeah, no, I was like, can you spend the night? And she's like, no, I'm feeling weird. I want to go into the woods what yeah so she left what me. yeah so she just like and so she basically just got up and left so once the movie ended she just left you after like a probably i bet 10 minute conversation she got That's up not the moment to leave someone after that movie especially if they ask you to hang out yeah so she rejected you and then left and then left while we were dating holy fuck dude that movie is so sad yeah we were not good together Oh my god! Dude, that <laughs> Can movie, you imagine? That movie kind of makes me every time I watch it, it makes me think of the relationship I was in. Yeah, because uh, of just the toxicity of it, and then but also like the good times. But then it's also like well, because that whole movie is like kind of like trying to hang on to the good. You I hang on to the good times, but then like you find out that she is already way over you, and she erased your memory. And I've had dreams about that that I've told you about, Ugh. where it's like yeah, she's moved on, and I clearly haven't. Right. And it's like, so then you try and move on and then like, there's a weird glitch in the matrix and like shit goes, dude, it's such a, you're hanging on to these memories, but then the memories start fading away while you're grasping. It's so fucking sad. And Jim Carrey, man, for being a comedic actor, like this came out like freaking he dumb. Yeah. But like he, he was on the role of dumb and dumber. He's Ventura, like all these amazing comedies, like one of my favorite comedies. And then like. He releases Eternal Ugh. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Jesus Holy Christ. fuck. Yeah, that movie. I, I will say, highly recommend. 
So I'll never see it again, probably. Highly, highly recommend once. Yeah. Um, That's one of those one-time movies. But I, I have seen it multiple times. Ugh. Um, I never want to. I, I watched it when I had COVID because I had so much time and I and I Ugh. was in a weird sad mood. Ugh. I watched, so it was like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh my God. Little Miss Sunshine. Jesus Christ. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything and I was depressed. You could and, at least laugh at something. Jesus. Sometimes I like living in the misery. See. Is that, do you ever just, sometimes when you're down, you just want to stay down? Do you ever I, just do that? I mean, like I'll do like sad music, but I'm not a sad movie person. I like doing sad I like I like living in the misery probably because it's a comfort thing and I'm used to it. Like well, I'll, I'll put on tiny moving parts because that makes me sad and like, yeah, but like math that's rock like, makes me sad. It doesn't. It, it shouldn't make me sad, but I what I relate it to does. Sure, but like sad movies is such a different because I'm never in the mood. Like there's such huge movies I've never seen. Like um, Schindler's List, I've never seen that. I've only seen that once and it was like a long time ago. So but I don't like, even remember. I'm never in the mood for Schindler's List. Nor should you be. Well, I yeah I. I I guess one of those, but these are, <laughs> these aren't even on the level of Schindler's list. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. I guess like it's those sad cinematic masterpieces. I'm just never in the fucking mood. Yeah, but for. like the sad ones that I know it like, releases me, something when you watch it, but like, like the sad ones that get me are like not typical sad classics. You know what I mean? They kind of are. Little Miss Sunshine. Kind of. I mean, that's like, it's that, like, it's a cult classic. Yeah. It's like that indie. It's an indie film. Yeah. Steve Carell, but like a lot of people, no one talks about Little Miss Sunshine. I did yeah. a I did a whole report and paper about it in high school. Oh, like I took the film class. Yeah, and one of the final projects was that you have to watch a movie and do a whole paper on it. Mm. And I did a whole paper on it, and I talk about like the you know how the dad in the movie is like. I think I did mine on Labyrinth. Oh, that's bright. You mm. probably did really you good. Dig but deep the, on that one. But the dad in the movie, yes. he's like all about. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm, a, I'm you're not a quitter. We're, you're not going to be a loser and he's yeah. and he's like super into putting like, it on others. Yeah. And then you realize like I wrote about this. This is like a super deep thing. It was like at the beginning of the movie, his shirt stuck all the way in and he's like clean cut. Throughout the movie, his shirt slowly cool. gets untucked and like one flaps hanging off and then by the end of the movie, he's fully untucked and and by the end of the movie, he joins in on the chaos. He right? joins in and he starts dancing and he's finally let go and and it tells the story with his shirt coming. Like cool. it's like a cool symbolism that, cool. that I didn't realize and by doing a paper on it, I was like, that's cool. But it also is like, man, you're trying so hard to be someone that you're not. Yeah. Like that's what he's trying. He's like. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. You're putting you got, it on others. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, but the also, opening scene when they sit down for dinner is just so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of reminds me of growing up too. Yeah. So it's well, like, I'm, I'm a, I was guessing the whole, I'm a winner. You can't be a, a loser. Kind of reminds you of growing up too. Yeah. It kind of reminds yeah. me. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of being a kid and hearing that from. Yeah. Cause, but also doesn't that message kind of point towards like he needed his daughter to compete in this. He didn't want her to. Oh no. Okay, I guess no, I don't because really he this. he thought she would lose, which she does because she's horrible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, 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 yeah, she does. But he goes, "Do you think you can win this?" Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Yeah, I do." And she's like, "And he's like, no, really. Do, do you think you could win, Little Miss Sunshine?" And she goes, "Yes, I do." And he goes, "Okay, let's go." 
See, I like that. I like that, but it's also like the way he's asking her is like he doesn't believe in her. Well, and they also have to drive co- cross country and all that shit. Yeah, I would only want to do if it's. It's worth a it. very weird movie, and I need to rewatch that. I I have the soundtrack on vinyl, dude. Hmm. It's like there's one song that he's playing. It's like a repeat song. That's like a really good. Like I think that's a kind of a trigger song for me. What do you think is the most important, not popular movie? What do you mean? All right, so I think the best film I've ever seen. I think you've. I don't know if you've seen it or not because I was obsessed with it when we lived together. It's called "It's Such a Beautiful Day." Oh yeah, you you have it tattooed on your yeah. body, dude. Yeah, it's about a little stick figure named Bill who's having mental issues, and I think that. And it's I don't like even like talking about it's hard because it's not on any platform. So there's no way to watch it. Not and it doesn't exist on hard copy. The only I own it because I bought it on the PlayStation Network store. Is it on YouTube? I don't think so. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's by Don Hertzfeld, who is an incredible illustrator, or not even an incredible illustrator, just an incredible storyteller, because like the art is like it's a stick figure, and a lot of times the it's, dialogue it's, pops up above and it. And it's kind of a it's kind of a loose symbol animation, right? Yep. Yeah. And, but like to black me, black and white. Yeah, I mean, it's just literally stick. Yeah. yeah, I think that is the best like film. It's not. It's technically not my favorite movie because I kind of put it above that. But like that, you put it above your favorites because it's in a, it's in its own category. It's the best thing I've ever seen. Even even when you revisit it, yes, that is the first movie to ever make me laugh out loud and cry when I was alone. Whoa! It mm-hmm. it you it put you through the emotions. It put me through. It's kind of a factory reset button for me at this point. Like I've oh. been meaning to watch it again just to kind of oh, so like, like let it if resonate you're, again. If you're stressed or if if you're feeling over. It's, you like leave that movie feeling like reset. I try not to watch the movie a lot. I've probably seen it. I mean, I've probably seen I've it like never 10 se- times. I don't think I've ever seen it. Dude. Really? Okay. I don't think I've ever seen it. I think I've seen parts of it or yeah. maybe I watched it when we lived together. Maybe. But I, I don't remember it really. I just okay. know you, you have the tattoo and I, I can picture like the art style. That's yeah. Well, because like that's even a movie I have a hard time watching with other people. I watched it with the girl who showed me. Eternal Sunshine. And she, again, freaked out after watching this. And then went to the woods. That was her escape. Yeah, she liked, like, being a banshee, kind of, or, like, a ghoul, kind of. Like, that was kind of her thing. So I think she would literally run around the woods screaming, hoping, like, others would just, like, like, kind of hear it. I wish her the best. What the fuck? Yeah, she was interesting. What the fuck? You... We dated for a month. (laughs) You... Yeah, you... Yeah. Dated some interesting... Yeah. I guess I guess everyone kind of is people are interesting. Yeah. I mean when you really get to know people, they've got the weirdest fucking quirks. And that's what makes them unique. Yeah. That's what makes them people. For better unique. or for worse. I really I really need I really need to see that movie. I mean, I li- Since the, you own it, dude, you got to let me borrow it at some point. It's on my PlayStation, that's it. Also, I have to watch it at your place or you have to take my PlayStation. Is it a movie that we can watch together? That'd be weird. We have to sit on opposite sides of the room. Why? We can't cuddle? I'm like even if like I like I haven't showed my girlfriend it yet. I think you show her first. No, nope. I've been around longer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Izzy, if you're no, listening. Like, I would want us to sit like opposite the couch or like couch and chair. Like I. Well, I always sit in the chair anyway. Well, yeah, but like I don't want to interact with you while watching it. So I can't talk. No. Should we put up a wall? Sure. So you want to like watch it individually, but together. Well, just because that's the only way you can also see it, is because it's only here. Yeah. Just. Why don't you just go somewhere else, Jacob? I mean, I, honestly, I would for you to watch that. But, ah, dude, I get weird when I watch movies alone. That's the point of this movie, I think. I though. get weird, though, and the, but then you have to come back after. 
Yeah. No, because I want to know what you think. Because I w- God, and if you didn't like it, I would be so upset. Dude, I bet I will love it, and I bet I'll fucking cry. I think it will hit with you. Yeah. Again, it's called It's Such a Beautiful Day. If you can find it, watch it. I think it is I think that's gonna be, the that's, best thing ever that's, made. That's a, that's a homework, dude. I think, I think that'd be a cool one, too. Sure. We can watch it before next Monday. Well, this episode is going to come out in like two months. Well, yeah. So we got... But, but we'll that, talk about it next time. Well... But this is our first episode of today, so we'll record another episode later today. Yeah. So in two episodes, we can talk about it. Yeah, we got to plan a day to watch it because I want to. And I kind of, I kind of. So maybe we have to push it further back, but still. I think we push it further back because I, I have been feeling pretty good lately. Okay. I haven't feel like I need a reset because I think it's the medication. Okay. The medication has been doing like I think, dude. There's been a lot of weird things that I usually would have spiraled on. Sure. Like relationships, dating, texting. You know, I've already hung that dirty laundry out, but like, yeah, do you want to update on it though? Well, and then like this Taylor Hawkins thing yeah. put me in a weird mood, but I think this medication's keeping me afloat Okay. and keeping me moving forward and it, and it's awesome. Yeah. And that's a little update on, on that medication. Good old Robert's brain. Um, but that's a wrap on this oh, episode. Is it? God damn. Unless you have more to talk about. I don't fucking know. I don't know what we did talk about. Talked about a lot of serious... This episode was very serious, very heavy, very death heavy. Yeah. Very... It's, yeah, it was all like personal pop culture inspired sadness. But like important. Like I feel like it's... What's important cool about celebrity deaths is like <laughs> so many people... I mean, not what's cool, <laughs> but like so many people latch on and, and can relate. And it's like, an interesting way to connect I'm going to be really yeah. curious. Like I bet there will be a Taylor Hawkins live stream funeral or funeral Maybe, event. yeah. He was, he was an iconic drummer, dude. I mean, cause he, he drummed for Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Cause what? They're kind of the biggest rock band. They are the biggest rock band. I think so. Dude. And I saw a clip of his last time singing. Well, I saw that, but, I then I, that. but then I saw a clip of, of Dave getting a painting from the last show they played. Yeah. And it's a painting of Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. And he goes, man, this painting's incredible. This painting's so good but I don't have room for this in my house. So I'm going to give this to Taylor Hawkins to hang in his house. And he's like, Taylor, can you stand up and show everyone your outfit? And Taylor's wearing like his these, pants, yeah. his, his weird pants. And like, that was their last show. Cause I saw he gifted a fan painting to Taylor. God. Like it was just like this weird, like, ah, uh... and their relationship was like, it was always Taylor Dave, Taylor Dave. And yeah. then the rest of the band was there. Yeah. <sighs> That's how we started the episode. That's how we end the episode. I know when you're listening to this, It'll be old news. It's going to be old news, but it's still... Resonating. It's still resonating, and it's still probably... like the. Well, it will always matter. It will always matter. It will always be a big deal. I'm just... It, part of part of this, too, is because he had such a like, infectious, happy energy. But, well, there's but part, the of, idea it, but part of it, too, is, is, is like worrying me, is like, if Taylor Hawkins just died, how am I going to react when Dave Grohl dies? That, he's got to be a funny old man, though. He's, yeah, but, you just, like, you but can't he's picture. going he, to die I imagine, at some point. I mean, like. And that's going to ruin me and a lot of, dude, even if you're not a Foo Fighters fan, you know who Dave Grohl is. What if he dies at like 95 though? And he's like a goofy old man. Like, that's perfect. Yeah, that is perfect. But it's still going to fucking suck. Yeah. I know. I Because Dave Grohl is like, Dave Grohl is what inspired me. I'm a fucking bass player. Dave Grohl's a drummer and a frontman. He inspired me to play music and play bass. <laughs> like when people say, "Who's your inspiration for playing mark. bass?" Dave Grohl and Kurt Cobain. 
Like, that's what I say. Not bassist. Yeah, it's like, but that's what made me want to play Ooh, music. Wait, this is actually something I want to ask you. Do this you, is going to be a longer episode, but let's keep going. Do you know when, when did Kurt Cobain become famous? Because he died in 1994, Yeah, right? he died the year I was born. Yeah. Do you know when he became famous? 91. So that man was famous for three years. I think 91 is when Nevermind came out. So he was maybe famous for four years max. Yeah. Because because I have a couple albums from when they toured in like eighty nine and it was it's you know Incesticide was out okay uh, but yeah so like, never that, mind is when they blew up isn't that wild he was famous for four years he and, died at twenty seven no but I just mean like his fame while living is a fraction of his fame yeah his because fa- he he died in nineteen ninety four it's two thousand twenty two still relevant twenty seven yeah. He's still relevant in this year. He's more. He's been relevant the same amount that he's been alive than he is dead. Fuck. 27 years. Isn't that crazy? He would have been 54 so now. So he's been famous for longer than he was alive. Yeah. Because he's been famous for 30 years. Yeah. That's insane. And, and I think he's one of those deaths that will always be... Yeah. Like what's crazy is like I feel like he's the he has to be the most famous younger him and um Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix, Hendrix. Uh, but there's a lot of other twenty seven clubs right but, yeah but those but, I feel like are the biggest oh yeah too. hands down but I feel like he is one of the biggest musical deaths that will keep going and like is this huge thing because Michael Jackson was a huge death but I don't see it. Michael Jackson's not around his really. death isn't as famous as. Kurt Cobain has the most famous death. Yeah, Kurt Cobain, you walk into fucking stores and there's still Nirvana shirts. God, I mean, like, do you, you remember remember what when I mean? they made like, a, a They shoot. have three albums. No, they made a shoe out of a suicide note. Do you remember that? Yeah, the Converse. That was fucking insane. I just... Especially because people think that suicide note is fake. No. And, and it like, was on a shoe. Part of me wanted it because I like Nirvana and I like Kurt Cobain. You but couldn't like, wear them around, I did, I didn't want it because it that that's a breach of... It's just... It's just uncomfortable. Isn't that? And then also, like, that's they part released, of the reason he claimed he killed himself, right? It's like he didn't like the capitalistic idea. Yeah, and he hated the fame. Yeah. Um, and then they also released the Kurt Cobain journal. Ugh. It's like on. You can buy it on Amazon. That's weird. And like, part of me, it's in my wish list, and like, part of me wants it just so I can read it. But then I don't want to buy it because he I didn't feel, want that. Because I feel gross, dude. Well, that's I don't like, want to. That's like, like the diary of Anne Frank. She didn't want that out there. No, she was just writing, and that's the biggest fucking book. So, like, mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, like, that's so like. It's just like this weird, uncomfortable thing. And like, as a fan, what's crazy is I'm such a big fan of them. Of you Nirvana, gotta respect who he and, actually was. And he was dead before I was born. Yeah, that's isn't fair. that crazy? That I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of the Beatles. Eh, two of them are still. Two kicking. of them are still kicking. George died when I was when I was alive, at least. John was the only one that was dead before. Was John the one who was murdered? Yeah, John got murdered. I did a whole report in sixth grade about the Beatles. I need to get a Beatles tattoo. How'd the other one die? How'd George die? I think he just died. Like of a disease or something? Yeah, I think so. I remember remember that death, too. That one didn't affect me as much. Probably because I was younger. uh, Because I think it might have happened when I was like super young. I don't remember when he Uh, died. But George is my favorite Beatle. But I remember they had a public funeral... And a bunch of people came on and like did Beatles songs, did George Harrison songs, and it was all these different like uh, musicians, and it was like really freaking cool. Like, dude, watch some of the clips on YouTube. Like the songs they do are like these are really good. Have you thought about your funeral? I've thought about mine a lot. I've never thought about my funeral, but I've thought about my death. Cause I always, I always think like sometimes, sometimes when I'm feeling down, I'm like, 
if I die, do you think anyone would, would care? I'd care? Like, who would, like, do you ever think of, the, like, the thought, like, who would show up to your funeral? Yeah, no, I think about that a lot because I know, personally, I'm kind of a connector for a lot of different people. So there'd be a bunch of people awkwardly that kind of like, know each other. And, like, yeah, they would just know about each other through me. And what's weird to think about, no disrespect to people that die. <laughs> I know you're Which laughing. are most of the people who have lived. Yeah, well, most of them. Yeah, um, 99% but, of the people who have lived. But here's what's crazy is died. when you die, this might be a stretch. I would say 25% of the people at your funeral are people that knew of you. 25%? Maybe. Because it's just people that like knew of you or were friends with you back in the day or like, you know what I mean? Like there's, the, there's this weird group of people that come to your funeral that mm-hmm. didn't actually know who you were. Well, some go to funerals just to support their friends that knew you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like twenty five percent. That's what. That's why. Like when I when I think about like if I die, like who would come to my funeral? There'd be this weird group of people that I'm like, why are they there? Yeah. And they'd go and and I'm just like picturing like, what would they say or like, oh yeah, we were friends in high school and it's like we never talked. Yeah, maybe. I bet there there is that that does happen like, at this point. I don't know. Because I went to I went to a buddy's funeral that that died that was my age yeah. a couple years ago, and there was so many people yeah. there, like the line was crazy. I mean, he knew a lot of people. I didn't sure. recognize a lot of people, but there was a couple people there that I was like, I've never seen you guys interact. Well, like that was a funeral I thought about going to. Because you know of him. Well, I was friends with him in high school. Yeah. Through you though, but like. Yeah. Like if I would have run into him, I would have talked to him. He was a cool dude. Yeah. And he was in, I mean, he knew a lot of people. Well, because like we were close enough that if we were, if we saw each other, we'd talk, but we would never seek each other out. Yeah. See, he was one of the, he was one of the few that I would hang out with outside of high school. Right. Yeah. Which is weird because I didn't hang out with a lot of people outside of high school besides you and, and then our neighbor, Josh, if you're listening to this. Hey, Hello. Bud. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> Do you have like a song you would play at your funeral or, or like uh um, okay. So I remember, or like, or like how you're, do you, do you want your funeral to go a certain way? I'm, well, it's changed because it's changed as you've gotten older. Yeah. Because I remember back in the day when I had a certain type of style and I thought if I died, I want everyone to dress kind of how I dress, which would be like skinny jeans and a band tee. But like nowadays, like, no, fuck that. Wear your best suit because I love a good suit. Like, it's like. Baby, you don't wear a suit. I wear suits all the time. You've seen me in suits. What? Yes. Not typical suits. If we are typical, no, I wear my suit. A leopard jacket? No. Is that what you count as a suit? No. I'm I don't s- think I've ever seen you in a suit. Um, Think about film premieres we've gone to. I wear a black on black suit, halfway unbuttoned with a pearl necklace. Oh, and I go, Daddy? Yeah, no. Yeah, I think I do. I think I kind of ooze. No. I ooze on you a little. I wore that last week. Yeah, I, just for fun? No, because I went to a play. Oh, you went to a funeral? No, a play, <laughs> a play. about people who died. Whoa, weird. Shout out to Dane if you're listening. Great job, bud. Yeah. Loved your play. I wish I would have gone. I no. Just, yeah. So, like, now I'd want people dressed to their, not like, to the nines, and... Um, cause a prep I have, which I think I've mentioned on this podcast is I have a death bottle. Yeah. You've talked about that. The Jim Beam one. Yeah. Jim Beam honey, which I was famous for drinking, which I don't even drink Dude, as much anymore. It'd be fun sometime on the pod to read that poem yeah. <laughs> that you wrote because I read it once. I read it when you first got it. I mean, we're talking we, about death, so I can just go grab it now since it would fit this episode. It would fit that episode. Right. Go get it. Okay. Um, it's in my and, office. And we'll just do a, we'll just do a rough cut. We'll not do music. Rough cut to him reading the poem.
An Ode to Jim Beam Honey, dedicated to Taylor Mankel and Jim Beam. Written by Jacob White. Ah, sweet, sweet honey. Oh, how I love your full-bodied taste. Oh, I, how I love for your warm embrace. From the moment you touch my lips to the moment you make me move my hips. What more is there to say, old friend? It's just you and me to the very end. Sure. I know it's your death bottle. I know it's your death bottle. No, you'll probably have to read that oh, at my funeral. I know, funeral. that's the problem. Is like, that's such... It's, it's so, so bad. It's so, so bad. No. I mean, I, like, that's what made it... That's what made me laugh is like, People, you're, alive, you're alive right now and you're reading it out loud and then I'm picturing me when you're dead. I'm like so fucking devastated. sobbing family. And I have to fucking read that out loud. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, the warm embrace in the I think you and, you and Taylor should double team it because he was there when I wrote it. It's dedicated to him, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't say that on the bottle, but I'm oh, so you added to yeah, it. Yes, because he was, we got oh shit face at the Jim Beam Distillery and I remember they were like, yeah, we can engrave a bottle for you and I was like, give me a minute and we wrote a poem and then you just decided that's going to be your death bottle. Yeah. That, oh my God. Yeah. You got to put wax over it. Put wax over the seal just to help seal it even more. Well, because my biggest fear is like I'll throw a party and I'll lose track of someone. They're like, oh, we're out of alcohol and he'll open that. Yeah, you got to put it that away. It, yeah. Put that, it away somewhere. Well, it's in my office on yeah. like. Yeah. No one goes in there. Right. Yeah. I just can't. It's so stupid. It's gonna be, I'm, so. I'm going to laugh cry when I read that. <laughs> that's my goal. Because that's also something about me is I always picture I'll die before everybody. That's how I picture it. But also, is that kind of selfish? Probably. This episode's going way longer than it probably should. But but like this is this is like important. Like I think it's a little bit selfish. Yeah. Like I kind of want to die before everyone Maybe because it's I don't want to. I don't want to lose anyone else. I don't want to yeah. go through the heartbreak of seeing my friends and family dying. Yeah. No, that's a big part. But I'll then, s- but then I don't want to. I mean, I'm in no rush. I don't want them to go through the heartbreak of me dying. Yeah. They'll be fine. <laughs> Jesus, thanks a lot. Well, I mean, like part no, of just it, kidding. part of it is like also I'm aware of my lifestyle. I'm a freak show performer, or when I was just a welder, like yeah, you're you're putting your body on the line, dude. You freaking the third episode, you talked about how great it was to break your nose. And- yeah, true. I mean, between last episode and this episode, I burnt my face, and like my lips are finally healed from breathing fire. And that was just practicing. Yeah, that was just for fun. That was for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was enjoying it. I yeah. filmed it. Maybe we'll post that video on Instagram for this episode. Is this how we're ending it? Uh, we probably should because yeah, this, probably this should. episode has been very long. It's been this has been a great conversation though. No, I love this. It's been very good. Um, so thanks for tuning into the Moist Monday podcast to the death episode. To the, this is the death episode. I I feel like this conversation could keep going. We might talk about death again. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because this this was mostly celebrity deaths tied into other deaths. Well, it was also celebrity death, fake death. Yeah. Our death. <laughs> yeah, movie death. I think we could talk about our death as its own episode. Sure. Because we could dive deep into what we want to have into our body. Die, know. dive deep. Die, yeah. die deep. Die, die deep. Dive deep into the die. Die hard five. Die deep. Mm. I think we're in there on that note. <laughs> uh, cheers, buddy. Cheers, Happy bro. Moist Monday. I love you, bud. Happy Moist this Monday. This was the Whiskey and Cigar Ups episode. Ooh, I don't know if you guys heard that. Let's do it again. That was it. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Moist Monday Podcast and send us an email. We haven't got any yet, but by the time you hear this, we might have. At moistmondaypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. 
Just say anything. Anything. S- say, I want you to die. Say, <laughs> you up. Say, hey, Elysia is the best part of your podcast. Say, just, I just want, I want to interact with you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. I know this podcast is mostly for us. So if you're listening, we Thank really, you. yeah. we really freaking appreciate it. Um, love you love and you love too, you. Bye, bud. We need to we need to get that for an episode. Oh, Jimmy Honey episode. Because we haven't had that in a while, and it's so good. I know. We should drink it all. I've had it since Christmas, I think, because my girlfriend's parents got bought me a bottle. Oh, we used to drink it all the time, yes. like mugs of it. Yeah, because Jimmy Honey's perfect. Ah, uh, sweet, sweet honey. Oh, how I love your full-bodied taste. Oh, how I love your. Oh, fuck! Start over. It's hard to read a bottle. Ahem. <clears throat>